Hi, this is David from Wedding Business Growth. Wedding Business Growth is committed to helping you succeed in the wedding and events industry and grow your business in a sustainable way. Thank you for tuning into Wedding Business Growth Podcast. And now stay tuned for part two of this episode. So, so Lincoln says, as far as communications, whenever I did weddings for the first time to recent weddings, I always get the wedding planner slash wedding party planner as a bride and grooms to give me the minimum information. And sometimes they tell me to just go with the flow, but I'm the type of person who likes to have everything laid out, time frames and all. Yeah, yeah same, no, I think that, I think same, that's Lincoln, smart. Same, yeah. same, so same. And it, because, you know, they change their really minds is, all the time. Oh, I'm sorry, go ahead. Well, they change their minds well, all of the time and you have nothing to reference at all. And it's just like, you know, I don't want to give you last weekend's wedding. I want to give you your wedding. You know, I want to know what's super important. So I need those details. The other thing, too, is the fact that, you know, I, I think it's really our responsibility to make sure mm -hmm. that uh, our clients, you know, in a polite way, of course, but make sure that they understand, like, the importance of why you're asking these questions. Yes. Yeah. The importance yes. of why yes. you're going into this stuff, because, yes. you know, let's be honest, for a lot of your clients, this is the first time they're ever doing this. Yep. And mm -hmm. they don't know what they don't know. I always say there's a big difference uh, between ignorance and stupidity. Yeah. And most of the clients that we work with are ignorant. A yes. few of them maybe are the latter, but no, I'm just kidding. But, <laughs> but I don't, I don't want to, I don't want any of the people that uh, hired me to now fire me because I said that, but no, like <laughs> being, being ignorant is not a bad thing. Like it's okay to be ignorant. It just means you don't know any better, but we right. think about it like riding a bike and you the old analogy of like teaching somebody how to ride a bike. Like you forget more than you remember to teach. Yeah. And, and when we, especially those of us that do events and have been doing events for a long time, it becomes very second nature to yeah. us. It be, I get this rubber band out of my hand. Uh, it just becomes very like uh, just systematic for yeah. us in our heads. But we forget that our client doesn't necessarily understand the same value of the reasons why the questions that are being asked are being asked. Right. I mean, like you said, it's the first time that this is happening for them. And also an important thing to keep in mind as well is we're trying to create the best experience for our client. I mean, at the end of the day, of course, I want my my brand and my company to re be represented, you know, in the best light. But when I ask those questions or I'm reaching out, like Lincoln said, uh, it's it's to make the, the experience for the the couple better and and like Tarika said uh, as well in the beginning you know it, it's for the betterment uh, of the couple because you don't get a second chance at this so i mean this is a live um you know experience for them so uh i always try to keep that in the back of my head as well all right we got another uh facebook user saying hi guys so hi, hi. um that's not hi guys is not enough information for me to try to even guess who this one is usually <laughs> I can usually tell by the the lingo yeah. by which is used in the comment who the person <laughs> might be, but hi guys is too generic nothing. that I I just I don't nothing. I just don't think that that we're gonna guess that one. So anyway, hi, good Hello. to see you, <laughs> <laughs> Terika. What what are what are some of the what what are some of the maybe a couple of the the big pitfalls that um some of the big pitfalls that maybe you see people run into a lot, like areas that they really, really want to make sure they don't mess up in. And also um, before you answer that, I'm just going to let you guys know, I got to run out of here for a second because I'm being summoned by the pub that was here earlier that she needs to go outside. So I'll be right back. All right. <laughs> let you guys Let's go. Okay. So um, what was the question? Major pitfalls, right? Yes. That yep. you want to make sure that you avoid. 
Um, so this kind of ties into like the systems that we were talking about. I love working automatically. For example, like I have my system set up to send certain communications to my clients at different intervals within the planning process. So if I haven't heard from them in a while, I will, you know, sometimes the system, my system will generate an email to say, hey, we were just thinking about you. We hope that you are doing great. Um, we can't wait to catch up or whatever. And a majority of them are like, oh my gosh, you thought about me. And it's like, girl, I was in bed. But you know right. what I mean? It, it's, just that, it's just that thought that, you know, it, it continues the client experience that I am known for. It continues the brand experience that I am known for. So when you have those automatic emails go out, you really want to make sure that you have them timed perfectly within your workflow so that it's not like, that would not make sense if a client received that and I just talked to them the day before. You know what I mean? It right. would not make sense if my system sends that out and it doesn't have all of the correct information if it's using you know, the wrong tokens to input their names or their dates or whatever. So systems can be really great to use and it can take up so take off so much off your plate. You just want to make sure that it's being used correctly so that it doesn't look like it's being it was an automated thing. So that's a major pitfall that you want to make sure that you avoid. Right. I, those, that's a fantastic point. And and truthfully, I use HoneyBook um, as my CRM. Uh, and mm -hmm. I, I love that most of these uh, actually have um, a, a workflow kind of built in where built you, can, in. you can do that. Mm -hmm. Right. Which is incredible. I mean, it's very like I didn't even realize when I was first getting started in business I was like man like I'm sending out all these emails and I'm trying to time this all at the same time and it's like what's happening mm -hmm. and it's like man make your life a little bit more efficient and easier because it's just yes. another thing to add on and I'll tell you it's it's easy to forget and it's easy oh my to gosh, just so easy right, right so easy right. so and easy. and you so easy right and it's just I mean, just make your life easier. I, I mean, there's, I, we had a, a previous guest actually on our podcast, shout out to the Rick and the Vet podcast, if you're not listening to that, shameless plug, uh, who is talking about, you know, <laughs> automation's everything, right? So mm -hmm. so the, the less you can take off your plate and the more brain power you can free up, like you said, you know, you'll be able to grow more. And I think that's honestly what David's been able to do uh, with his company is, is, is some of those automation uh, principles are, are really important. So uh, I think that's a great point. And then let's just get to this comment here real quick. Sorry, it's Priyanka from Book Summit. Uh, wasn't sure how to add my name. No worries, Priyanka. Thank you for checking in with us. We really appreciate it. And we're looking forward to Book Summit. Huge shout out real quick to the Book Summit happening on Thursday. We're so excited to be a part of it. I know I'm going to be there. Uh, it's not too late to get your tickets. So we still got some spots left. So definitely check that out if you are interested in that. Um, gonna riff here for a little bit what else what else can we talk about here maybe some more uh maybe some just some more ways to optimize i mean i'm always looking well for you know i was i was gonna say too that um you know you know i don't know what it, it's like for you guys because i know it's all different we're in different areas but like i right. want to say maybe april may is like my peak and then yeah. Oct september october maybe first mm -hmm. week of november it is just absolutely insane down yeah. here it is absolutely i would not be able to function without my automations i cannot imagine me do, having to have the brain space to do that during my busy seasons you know what i mean when you're right coming off one wedding and then you have to prep for another one so you're doing yourself a huge favor when naturally when you build a workflow but when you can incorporate those systems that take care of so many things for you that's collecting the information and then depositing it wherever you tell it to so that you can review it later so that you don't have those mishaps of 
you know, not having the proper names for the event. You went right. into the wrong venue at an event. So, I mean, because there's busy and then there is just almost malpractice. Disoriented. Some sort of, absolutely. Like, yeah. where are you? What exactly right. is it that, that you're doing? So I think that, you know, if you ever found yourself super overwhelmed by um, a busy season, that now is the time to build your workflow. I can even see this happening for next year. I feel like next year, even though whether it's going to be intimate weddings or if larger weddings do come back, they haven't really gone anywhere for us. You know, Georgia is just doing whatever it wants. But right. um, I feel like next year, Georgia's like, yeah, whatever. Um, yeah. Next year is going to be super crucial because it's going yeah. to be just one big wedding season. You have 2021 right. brides who are like fighting 2020 brides for prime yes. dates. So when you're going so to have true. so many people going from now Thursdays to Sundays with events, you really have zero space to make mistakes to, and, and again, people, they're, they're going to be, their emotions are already heightened, but when, you know, right. in the midst of a pandemic and being quarantined, it, it, it's even more so. So making sure that you definitely have all of that in place and doing it now, is going to be super crucial so that you're not quote unquote learning on the job next year in the middle of one of your busiest seasons. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, just to answer a few uh, comments here we got from Bigger and we use Dubsado for their Dubsado stuff. That's awesome. Awesome. Dubsado Very cool. Awesome. And he also awesome. says 2022 is nuts already. The hiccup. I'm telling you, it's gonna be crazy. crazy. And I'm, I'm, I'm already, yeah, I'm already feeling it. And I'll tell you the feeling, if you're a, a young business owner out there, the feeling of the disorganization and the disorientation that you feel from not mm -hmm. having, like you're trying to play catch up, these things can really, really be negated by automating some of your workflows. So uh, fantastic point there. Absolutely. Um, if yeah. you can automate, do you have any, maybe uh, some other recommendations for how you can, can automate? I mean, is there anything else that you... You know of um, that we can trying to think of you know things that I, I automate or things that I, I, I do. Um, aside from like sending out my the yeah, the email thing is crucial. That's like a standard for us. We've yeah. also been using Loom a lot now okay. too to um to do our walkthroughs. So I will go and take video or I will do a virtual mock-up um, of the space and I will do a virtual walkthrough with my client. So I'll do it on Loom. That's been very good to do as okay. well. Um, awesome. this is something that I always tell people too, like when you do your workflow, when you do your communications, always look for opportunities to make more money, leave zero money on the table. So I say, yeah. I have a, Hey, did you forget email that goes out two months prior to the, the actual wedding day? So before I start my coordinating, um, but it's still early enough to where we can make some changes. So I'll say, you know, do, did you remember to get menus? Did you remember to add on the microphone for the ceremony? Did you remember to get a second shooter for this? And so it makes money, not just for me, but for some of my yes. creative partners as well, as opposed to them finding out closer to the event where they're already like, oh my God, one more thing that we have to spend. Right. They're, they're kind of like more um, apt. There was one other thing that I wanted to say about how some people feel like, their art is going to be enough to carry them. And it's like, you're mm -hmm. cute, but you're not that cute. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> it, it does not matter how good you think you are on the day right. of. If it, I have seen some of the most beautiful weddings. I have overseen them as um, part of my mentorship program. I have assisted with them, but it was complete 
chaos getting there. And there's you don't see that on the Instagram picture. No, you don't. But everybody yeah. at that event felt it. The kitchen felt it when you put them behind. You know, my mm -hmm. musicians felt it when they had to go over and they had to tell the client that, you know, you owe me more money mm -hmm. because we were ready. But, you know, your design team, they right. held everything up and they put us behind. So it, it can't just be about how pretty you make things or how fun you make things. If it was an absolute massacre, all of my Game of Thrones people know. If it was a battle of the bastards getting there, if it was a red wedding getting there, it does not matter how pretty it was or how much fun it was. And so a lot of people are like, well, you know, everybody does the same thing, right? And, it, and it's totally true. I don't know if you guys know, but there are other wedding planners out there. <laughs> Amazing. Right? There's other wedding you planners. Are. There's uh, there's other there's other entertainers. There's other cinematographers, other photographers. We all do the same thing. It's how we do it and what we do it that sets us all apart. So I always tell people the McDonald's story. I tell them, and forgive me if you guys have heard it, but I'm going to share it for your viewers as well. But I will fight you right now on the premise of saying that McDonald's has the best Sprite ever. Their Sprite will put hair on your chest regardless <laughs> of gender, okay? It is absolutely amazing. You can have a hard night partying. You hit up the 24-hour McDonald's. You get a Sprite or a Coke. You put it on your nightstand. At noon the next day, that baby is still bubbly and sweet, and it is yeah. still good, right? And it's because they do it different. Burger King sells Coke. They sell Sprite. You know, so does Wendy's. Taco, I think Taco Bell does Pepsi, but you get my point. Everybody else sells soda, but McDonald's is different. It's different. I am... I wasn't always an amazing wedding planner. I used to work in the food industry and I can't remember then they would bring in the sodas. And if you guys don't know, the soda is actually syrup in this heavy ass plastic bag that you have to yeah. be in the world's strongest man contest in order to heft that thing up over your shoulder and throw it onto the machine, hook it up to the boobs and then it works. McDonald's does not bring in their Coke products like that. They're brought in in stainless steel containers on a truck. So they're also brought in at a certain temperature. Their water two levels to help with carbonation. Uh-oh. Oh, there I am. Okay. All right. So it's, it's yeah, kept at good, CO2 yeah. levels to help with the carbonation. So, but that's not it. So that's what makes it really good. But they also, the straw. The straw is wider than anybody else's straw. Okay. And that's so it can hit more of your taste buds. You get more of the flavor. You get more of the carbonation. So I always ask people when you're building your workflow, yes, you're not the only whatever it is that you are. You, everybody else is doing the same thing, but what is your straw? How, how do you bring in your Coke? How do you bring in your soda that makes you different? What is your oh, straw that makes the experience different? How does, you know, the way that you bring in your Coke make the experience different for your clients? So if you don't understand anything else that I've said tonight, just write it on your board. What is my straw? And figure out what makes it different for you and how you can make that experience different for your clients as well. Big, I love it. big urn. I'm waiting for the IV straw. Me too, brother. <laughs> That's <IV>. awesome. <laughs> same. Hashtag same. Yeah. Injection. So, so I didn't want to interrupt you guys, no, but you know, 
tonight is a prime example of how sometimes you're you're doing something live and, and anything can happen. Yeah. You know, and, and Terika has her Fabutots and I have Furbutots. Oh, and my so God. my Furbutots <laughs> summoned me and said, You we are not waiting. We have to go out now. And We're like the younger now. one. <laughs> yes. And the younger one, who was just in my lap a minute ago, she's the kind of one that just will go out, do her business, come right back in. Mm -hmm. Her older sister, on the other hand, has to literally go to every single inch of the yard and make sure that <laughs> anything that comes in the yard knows, like, this is my yard. Step off, bitch. This is all mine. And so I, I apologize for my absence, but uh, but I'm That's back. Hilarious. I'm glad to be back. No, but no. I mean, you. well, it's lucky because my my fur baby. I don't see where she is at all. She makes an appearance every time she sees the ring light come on, and <laughs> I, I don't know where Cersei is. But yeah, she's a loud Siamese cat, and she is just ridiculous. She's like, oh, we're going live. They're naturally here to see me and not you. So. I feel like you get to take one for the team for the fur babies tonight. So um, we're, we're going to post, uh, you know, your contact information in the show notes of, of our show and everything. And uh, so people can know how to get a hold of you. But there there is a, a special program that you have that's going to be uh, for an, another couple of days, I believe it is. And we wanted to thank you for giving the people who watch our show uh, a discount code for uh, Work the Workflow. Can you can you just tell us a little bit about Work the Workflow and why um, obviously I know why, but just kind of why somebody would want to invest in this product. And by the way, again, thank you for allowing our viewers and our listeners to have this discount code, which we'll be posting for everybody. Oh, of course. No, no, it's absolutely my pleasure because like we were talking about before, now is the time to get your stuff together for next year. You do not want to wait. You don't want to wait when you're too busy. You don't want to wait when you are occupied with trying to create the client experience, you already want to have your recipe made. You know what I mean? You want to already have it in place. It's just, again, it's just like cooking dinner. You know what I mean? Once you have your dinner already mapped out in your head, it goes so much easier versus you, you know, at dinner time looking at, okay, well, what is it that I have in the cabinets? What can I do? What can I make if you already have this pre-planning? So work the workflow really takes the headache out of building your workflow. And I am literally right there with you both in video and in audio, taking you through how to work, how to create a workflow. I'll help you build all of your services and then we will figure out exactly what communications, what actions, what, when in the workflow, or I'm sorry, when in the planning process, we need to do that as well. And I'll even show you how I build mine. Too. So I think that it's absolutely imperative for all of us who are looking to streamline, not to go nuts next year, because, you know, a lot of us are getting inundated with leads, we're getting inundated with, you know, reschedules, and then ways that we already had on the books. I also want you to have a moment of your peace as well, because 2020 has just wrecked all of us. And I don't, I always tell people that there is an amazing document that, um, Abraham Lincoln signed called the Emancipation Proclamation that most brides have never heard of at all. Because when you hire a creative partner, when you hire a vendor, you have secured a service, not a person. And a lot of times they don't feel like, you know, they feel like I've hired you, you'll do whatever I want. 
you'll make whatever happen. And that's not necessarily true. So I always really stress to my, my wedding partners that I really want you to have a life. I want you to have a process. I really want you to enjoy what you do. I want you to enjoy your time off. And then when you come back from your time off, I want you to know what you have to do next without stressing out about it. I really want you to enjoy it. I want you to be able to hand it off if you need to and you know whatever that is. And the best way to do that is with your um, your workflow. So that is what work the workflow is going to help you do. And I really hope that you guys take advantage of it. And if you have any questions about that at all, I am super accessible. Don't worry about it. Just text me, call me, DM me. I'll be there hovering. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Yeah. Love it. Serious knowledge bombs dropped tonight, Terika. Thank you so much for being on with us again. You're so uh, welcome. And, Thank you for having me. Absolutely. And be sure to check that out, guys. I mean, that's this is this is really valuable stuff. And honestly, um, it's stuff that when I was really, really first getting started, it's stuff I wish I would have known. Uh, it'll save you a lot of headache for sure. So, let's go. Let's go through some of our comments here because yeah. I always like to make sure we uh, acknowledge our faithful viewers and listeners. So Lincoln says maybe we can have Terika in the Zoom meeting when I get things together. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I love, I, I love you, it. I think I think we might know we might know somebody that could help us get Terika on uh, with us again. Um, Big Earn says the talent. <laughs> we were talking about some things, yeah, yep. and then huge knowledge without a huge. doubt, yeah, absolutely without a doubt. Appreciate so, sure. guys, again, we're, we'll we'll be dropping uh, the link and also the uh, code for you guys to save ten dollars off of the uh, work to workflow product. We'll be dropping that in the replay, so you'll see that on uh, our YouTube channel or our Twitch channel if you want that information. Or, of course, you can always reach out to myself or Nick directly. Yep. Um, we have now decided to put our social media because on the on the thing here so you can see it somewhere down here and uh we'd love for you guys to follow us if you're not already <laughs> i think a lot of our normal viewers do uh, yeah. but if you're not definitely follow us and we will um we will definitely follow you back and engage and, and chat with you and have a good time and answer any questions we can thank you for listening to part two of this episode be sure to tune in next time for part three on the wedding business growth podcast